We're back. So is episode twenty. Well, actually, episode twenty-seven is not back because it was never there in the first place. But two minutes for chatting is, and this is new episode twenty-seven. Uh, good evening, folks, and how are you doing, Stephen? Uh, I'm good, thanks. Uh, not done one of these for a while, so how else to catch up with? Um, what's um, what's been going on the last few weeks? Oh, not much, you know, just uh, the odd holiday, the odd wedding. Uh, got engaged myself, so it was a, a bit of a personal milestone. Uh, but you as, did. as you know, it's all about the hockey results. That's all it matters at the end of the day. Uh, nah, of course not. Um, yeah, um, I've been sort of less, less eventful, probably. Gathering. Obviously, we went we went to the same wedding in Ireland. We did in Ireland, which was good. Uh, that was good. Didn't get didn't get a Belfast game in, unfortunately. But uh, no, that's did just not. that's just timings. But yeah, so by my calculation, we've got uh, eight clan games to talk about, uh, or just just to cover. I'm not going into much detail other than the the most recent ones, really. Uh, but. Uh, eight to go over, th- I think three or four of which were Challenge Cup and that caused a bit of a mathematical puzzle as it was, so we'll just try and rattle through them and then see what the situation is. That's fair enough, eh? Even just, uh, just, sorry, just quickly. Yeah. While we were in Belfast, we did the bus tour and on, on the bus tour they mentioned uh, the Belfast Giants as we were passing the SSE arena. Apparently, when they were when they were formed, I didn't know this, but when they were formed initially, they were called the Belfast Bombers. <laughs> were, you, were you aware of that? Like, and well, obviously, I've told you since then. But I had you? we did do the bus tour, but I don't remember that specifically. But <laughs> okay. it's great. Uh, how long did it last? A few days. I think I think she said three days. They were called Belfast Bombers, and then they changed it to the Belfast Giants. Yeah, well, so there for obvious reasons, but it would still be quite funny. Uh, Definitely. The welcome tonight's visitors, the the Belfast Bombers. <laughs> <laughs> they'd have a great, they'd have a great entrance anyway. That's for sure. <laughs> they definitely would. Um, so I, I guess the best place to start was the first game we've not talked about uh, in order, and that was a. Somewhat surprising given their recent run of form victory against Fife, albeit in the Challenge Cup, which we may well be out of. I'm not exactly sure, but uh, a 2-1 win against Fife, and uh, it was good to to finally taste victory against them again. Yeah, definitely. It's it's been a while. Uh, Good to get the win in the end, albeit (coughs) uh, as part of the Challenge Cup. But I think that effect, well, that effectively knocked Fife out. So that that was good as well. That was nice. Yeah, it's funny that they've made such a good start, but then uh, really not so much in the Challenge Cup. But I suppose that's just the way it is. So yeah, as you say, that that's Fife uh, knocked out of it. Um, so uh, certainly not flying high in that competition, but. Uh, yeah, no, good to beat them. Given that last year was just a disaster against them, really. Um, maybe when we play them in the league, it'll be a different story. But certainly the first game in Fife was close, so hoping for a close series between us. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I think the well goal scorers on that night for us, Jared Hansen and Josh Grant. Uh, I've been really impressed with both of them. Um, obviously, I think. We'll, we'll get onto that um, probably later on in, in the I was going to say the programme but I guess it is the programme in the piece in the piece yeah we'll get on to probably talk about a few of these players but um, it's good to see that the, the goals are being shared around the team yeah absolutely um, a couple of wee, wee stats about the, the scorers for later um, but yeah certainly not a, a one line team at the moment which is good um, then arguably uh, a more impressive result although given Sheffield's current plight maybe not so much but a 4-2 away win down in Sheffield 
uh, a couple of goals for Peacock, I think, in that game, if I'm right. Um, sorry, I'm just waiting for this to load up. <laughs> professional, absolutely professional. <laughs> yes, it was. You're right. A uh, couple of Peacock goals. I think one of them was a power play goal as well, so I think we're, we're starting to see that click a wee bit in, in recent weeks as well. Yeah, yeah, much Which is nice. as we've talked about before, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Sheffield, I think that was their potentially their first game without Paul Thompson, wasn't it? So um, yeah, good to good to get a, a win there. Um, and obviously they've since appointed a coach, which we might briefly touch on. But um, yeah, good good to get that anyway. But yeah, so the third third game in the three, uh, we ran out of steam, I guess, a wee bit and. 6-2 defeating Manchester which was probably a bit heavier than expected um, but yeah. uh, one of these things I think Manchester are strong at home so far although their performances haven't been great by all accounts but um, it was not really a, an ideal way to finish off the weekend Nah it wasn't ideal um, three games in, in three days is is a lot to handle uh, and I think you know as you've said I think they've probably just ran out of steam uh, come then although 6-2 is a bit a bit of a hammering but maybe um, yeah just the fact that there was three that was a third game in as many days proved to be a catalyst yeah um, we're so so in Manchester I mean we've shown that we can go down there and win Um but also, I think they're one of these teams that have handed out the odd pump into us uh, mm. down there. So it's tough three and three, but every team's got to do it. So uh, it is what well, it is. Yeah. It wasn't even really that we were outshot that much. I think Manchester had three more shots than us during the game. So um, just tired legs elsewhere. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um I don't know what record, how many three and threes we've played so far, but uh, it'd be interesting to see what the the Sunday results are. Uh, I think we've played at least one before. Uh, Dundee have played about eighteen, uh, so they've got a right to complain. But no, so not ideal, but I guess it is what it is. Um, then moving on to. A game that had a really disappointing finish. It was uh, home to Belfast. It was a 4-3 loss, but I believe the Belfast goal came with approximately two seconds left in the game. Um, yeah. And that, again, a Challenge Cup game, but uh, winning that or certainly getting a point would have, I think, probably secured our place in the quarter-final, given uh, what we've done uh, in the, the game after that but we've that's a couple of times now we've conceded a goal with seconds left aye literally just sat less than what 15 seconds left I think there's been three goals that we've conceded obviously that one in the very last second against Fife uh, the start yes. of the year but yeah. <clears throat> and then obviously that one against Belfast with two seconds to go so uh, I think maybe at that point it was a bit worrying to see that becoming a trend, but um, I think since then we've not had any, thankfully. So. Yeah, to be fair, it's not something that you would expect to happen often, so I think three times, even in one season, is uh, not ideal, but um, it's just come, that one certainly came from a kind of mistake rather than a, a sensible play. I think we were in the offensive zone and a, a pass or a shot was blocked or intercepted and they just went up the other end. Uh, Blair Riley, I think it was, and scored, so just yeah. be a bit more sensible about it. Yeah, that's it. Um, it was a bit of a back and forwards type of game. Um, Belfast took the lead and then we replied and then they took the lead and we replied again. Uh, just one of those kind of games, but we did outshoot them 36 to 27. Um, so, you know, it, it just, 
stuff like that is the kind of errors that, that make the difference in these games and that, that one proved costly yeah Belfast or obviously or, or did it well who, kn- who, who knows? knows who knows yeah uh, <laughs> I think there was a well, we'll get to that, but um, yeah, stop conceding goals with two seconds left. I think that's the moral from that. Uh, on to the Sunday, then it was uh, back to league action, and I think certainly worth a mention was the a clan shootout win, um, <laughs> albeit against what now turns out to be a team with one of the worst records after regulation time. Uh, I think Dundee have lo- lost something like their last eight in a row after after being level in regulation time, but we never used to win shootouts or overtime. No, true. They didn't happen as regularly as how it used to be happening in Dundee, though. I think it's, again, uh, I mean, seven, is it seven overtime losses in the league? So... That plus however many they've had in the Challenge Cup. We yeah. know there's definitely one. So, um, I mean, you, it's not often you see that at the end of the season, never mind 10 games in or whatever. Yeah, I know it's... It's, it's really bizarre. It's frustrating for them, and I know uh, Pasha had said it, but um, that they're basically in all of these games, and it's been against a lot of really good teams, but it's the difference from... Seven points, you know, it's uh, yeah. it's quite a lot, and they're kind of near the, the bottom of the table at the moment. But from what I've seen of them, I, I think they're quite a good team, but they're just maybe a bit of a psychological block uh, when, when they get to shootouts or, or overtime. It was, I think, two goals for Conley in that game, and also a, a penalty shot. We scored all three, I believe. Um, which is yeah. a huge turnaround. Last couple of seasons, it's just been a fear when we get to, to overtime, but now I'm kind of, in a way, starting to feel confident that we might actually win it. Yeah, I know. Uh, definitely a turnaround from, from last season and seasons before that. So mm. it's good to see a bit of, bit of winning mentality when, when we take games to, to overtime. Um not sure who's, who scored the three penalty shots. I think Bierum was one of them. Pitt got one. And Connolly. Maybe. Connolly, because I think it was 3-0. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because they've, they've gone to best of five now and all three yeah. Dundee were missed, so... Uh, yeah. Ideal. Yeah, that's a bit... That's strange, obviously, for, for Dundee to be in that situation, but um, pleasing for us anyway. Yeah, and that that led on uh, nicely to the final Challenge Cup group game and lo and behold we played Dundee and funnily enough it went to penalty shots. Uh, this day, that was the, I, I was actually at that game um, and I guess just going through it briefly I think we, we started fairly well, it wasn't a great game uh, Dundee were a bit slow to start and we went up 3-0 I think it was and, and I thought there was no chance of them getting back in it but a uh, couple of quick goals at the end of the second I think it was yeah. uh, and then won fairly quickly in the third and then they went ahead uh, and you just thought well this is this isn't going to end well because we knew at the time it had to be any victory where we scored three would put us through. Mm-hmm. Uh, though we got or, got or did it? Well, I think in the regulation win would have put us through. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we we got got that goal to to get it back to to four all, and then nobody really knew what was happening, and uh, still don't. I had a brief look. I think it's. I had initially thought that group winners went through, and then. Maybe the next in the groups of four, the 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 fourth place team goes out, and you get rid of those results. But I thought it was based on it just went through on a group basis rather than an overall ranking, which it which it seems to be. So, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we've only got two points now, 
Uh, something like that's compared against the other teams with two points and some other head to head or goal scored or something. But um, Milton Keynes managed to to beat Coventry last night, so that I think kind of threw a spanner in the works. But we need to yeah, wait and see. I don't know. So. Just awaiting somebody to confirm if we're actually through or not. But I've got a feeling we're probably not. Uh, right. Which is familiar territory. Yeah. yeah. The so, positive the positive from that game I guess was actually getting another win to keep momentum going from what was the uh, uh dodgy position at one point with a few minutes to go, but then then Deer struggling to see games out as we know, so um yeah. Positive to win, but you really from three nil up that's you should be closing games out. Yeah, you should be. So what what was it then, just in terms of the sort of collapse? Was it just defensive errors or was uh, it just the Dundee were a bit better? Dundee kind of stepped up a bit, but it was they purely got that from the momentum at the end of the second period. There was a kind of sloppy passage of play and they scored one. Um, and then they scored a second, I think it was Sullivan, with a really, not not our Sully, but wasn't a massive own goal, but... Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a huge shot from from there, Sullivan, uh, right in the top corner. And then you just felt the momentum swing. Um, we kind of were lucky, I think, to escape still 3-2 in front in that period. Uh, the equaliser, I think, was a bit scrappy. Don't remember. And the highlights don't give you much, as I'm sure we'll come on to. Uh, but their fourth goal to go ahead was a, a power play goal from Marquardt who was kind of free at the back post and they just one time into the net uh, our equaliser I've kind of almost forgotten what our equaliser was but then made a really good chance to actually win it as well just after that so it was kind of end to end uh, by that point but yeah. Um, yeah I think maybe a bit too little too late we needed that regulation win but Anyway, um, yeah. So that then brings us on finally to the the two games that we'll cover, I guess, in a bit more detail. Um, and that was Friday night against Nottingham. Uh, a, a great six three win, but I was kind of more nervous going into that. I didn't think we would uh, dominate them as much as we did. Yeah, I think you know, given the fact that we went down there and. Uh, got a result there you were thinking maybe they would be looking for some kind of revenge but um, credit to credit to the clan they, they played well um, were overall the better team uh, on the night I don't think you can begrudge them the win there um, shots wise 30 apiece um, so not, not much to separate in terms of that but I just feel like overall I feel like our, our driving determination was um, was definitely a, a lot a lot better than what Nottingham's was on the night. Yeah, I thought we were really good on Friday. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed that game. Glad I went. Um, it was obviously a... Uh, I think it was a Granton power play goal to open the scoring. Um, incidentally, yep. actually, in that, that Challenge Cup game, there was one of the fastest goals I've ever seen at Brayhead, uh, Earhart. Scoring right at the fourteen seconds in or something, um, but yeah, Nottingham. Nah, I thought we were really good. Um, they obviously, I think they brought it back, didn't they, to to one all. But um, yeah. I think once we got a couple of goals up, we never really looked too threatened, um, and we always looked as though we could score down at their end. Um, I know that there was a incident at the end of the. They thought they'd scored. I believe the goal line technology wasn't working, which for some reason it seems to never work at Brayhead. And that just seems a bit dodgy, to be honest. Uh, yeah, so that probably started Chernum uh, as the Nottingham coach's bad weekend off on the wrong foot. Uh, <laughs> but he was, he was not happy at all with some of the calls, I don't think. No, you could, you could see him on the bench. He was sort of visibly livid. 
um, during periods of the game. Not not for not for a, a great length of time, but just just <laughs> on occasion, you could you could see that it was some of the calls were getting to them a wee bit. And, uh, obviously, we know what happened on uh, on Saturday night as well. I'm sure we'll come on to that. Um, but just in terms of the clan again, you know, six goals against Nottingham. That is uh, not to be sniffed at. Six different goal scorers as well. So, um, yeah, it's just really pleasing to see. Um, pick of the bunch for me was probably Matt Stanish. Pick of the goals? Aye. Yeah, yeah, it was a rocket, yeah. Just the way he sort of faked, sort of faked the shot initially and then, I can't remember who it was, but the, the Panthers, uh, the Panthers player just sort of lost his foot, uh, Stanish dragged it back and just absolutely leathered it. Yeah, and um, Garnett's been really good in goals for them as well, so um, to put, put six past them was... Uh, was it okay? Albeit one was not passed, it was an empty net at the end. But it was a good achievement. And then I think everyone played well. To be honest, there was a couple of dodgy moments. I think I remember one particular slip from Earhart. I don't know if you remember that. <coughs> uh, yeah. And then he tried to get up again and kind of fell over. And that was a good save at the start from Rumpo. And even he, you know, he did a good game and wasn't too busy for. Quite a lot of the game, which you never really expect to see against Nottingham, but yeah, all in all, really positive. And I think I thought after that, you know, we can really uh, do some damage. Yeah, um, no, definitely, I agree. Um, I think as well, so I think Brasmus Bierum got, got the man of the match there um, for that game, but I think, you know, it was. <coughs> Like you say, I think the whole team played well, and um, you could really have given it to everybody. And I don't think um, you would have been too unhappy about that. But um, just on that, I think that line, the Bjerrum Hansen and Peacock line, um, yeah, that's that's been really, really pleasing for me. I have to say, um, it's probably been our best forward line. Agreed. Yeah. Which is. You know, kind of almost ridiculous to think that, but um, obviously uh, Pitt and, and Beck are not really hitting the, the sort of scoring heights that they are used to, but it's pleasing to see that um, they're not having to be relied on, kind of thing. Yeah, that actually reminds me just while we're on that, uh, in the Dundee game as well, a, a first goal for Jack Musel. Um, it was a power yes. play goal. The highlights don't really show it properly, but it was an, an excellent shot uh, right into the top corner. Uh, so it was good for him, because I think he started to get a bit more time in that game. Uh, and then he was getting howling, not really so, but then the two of them were getting quite a regular shift on Friday. I thought and both looked both looked quite composed. Yeah, I agree. Um, Musil in, in, in particular, uh, for me, he's... Definitely, um, especially on Friday night. Um, again, just playing on that line, so almost kind of fourth line. Uh, so chasing the puck down and stuff, but he, he used his he used his body well and getting the right areas and so hold it or held the puck up when he could. So it was, you know, it's obviously what <coughs> the reason why uh, Pete Russell's brought. The likes of Musil and, and Toilet in because he, um, he's maybe aware of what we've been able to do and looking to build a team uh, like that, so it's, it's good to see. Um, the other thing, just on the where you were discussing the, the line of Peacock, Bierum, and Hansen, uh, I think that uh, it looks as though maybe the found a, a kind of settled spot for Peacock um, that's a few goals recently now um, and with those two maybe he's kind of found found the best pair Pete Russell has that he links up well with I'm sure he scored on Friday didn't he um, and then uh, yeah so um, that that's that's very positive I, I like the look of that line a lot 
Yeah, definitely. It's, it's good to see finally that um, Peacock seem to settling well in that line. And so, yeah, so just to finish off on <coughs> Friday, um, a great win, and, and I thought that that would really set us up well for a game against Coventry, which I thought we were going to go on and win, but uh, in the end, I was not there, and I'll leave the floor open to you to describe what happened. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I was kind of swaying whether to go on Saturday or not. Um, I think, you know, if you've listened to the Purple Eric podcast, they've been talking about the sort of price of the tickets and stuff. And um, I don't really want to get it too much. It is a bit expensive um, now. Um, but, you know, the performance on, on Friday was enough for for me to say that I, that I wanted to go on Saturday because I was, <clears throat> I was quite happy to um, see how the team would react, obviously losing to Coventry earlier on in the year. Uh, down there, so I was so eager to see how they would react. Um, and I so when, when we were at home, kind of thing. So um, I just so basically the clan opened the scoring with with Matt Haywood um, three minutes in. So um, coming out flying again, it was actually a, it was a really nice goal from from Haywood. Um, okay, so I collects at about the halfway line um, none of the Blaze players really get near him but he manages to sort of, uh, turn his turn his body in a way that he could get a shot off from the right hand side so um, it was a you know it was a, it was a lovely finish um, past Copriva so uh, that was pleasing to see as well it was good to see Matt Haywood I think he's playing a lot better as well this year um, as we've said obviously it looks as if the full team are but um, it was good to see particular Matt Haywood getting a goal um, I think five minutes after that Coventry equalised um, through Alex Forbes um, and that was kind of the end of it the first period uh, four goals in the second period Clan came out flying again start the second period and uh, finally Matt Becker gets a gets a goal for the season. I think obviously I think you get the the winning penalty shot against Dundee on the Tuesday, but um it was good to see that he actually managed to get a goal in, in regulation. Um What was that goal like? Uh, I actually can't I can't really remember it. Right. It was just a sort of well worked uh bit of play, I think between uh, Stuka and and Becker, um, I would need to watch it back to be honest. But yeah. I can actually, I can remember there was a shot just after that. I think it was Stuka, and uh, Becker managed to get in front of the puck and sort of direct it um, away from the away from the goaltender. But I get hit the post, so um, close there to get a second. But um, shortly after that, I think there was a a bit of the Dundee Stars uh, coming back again so we lost uh, three quick goals in succession I think to uh, Ben Lake Kevin Morris and, and Kellen Ainsworth um, all even strength goals so I think you know it was just a, a it was a couple of errors defensively I think one of them was uh, Tyson Wilson um, just sort of pa- passing the puck out from behind the net uh, right to, to one of their forwards who was sort of rushing in so um, and I think the other one or one of the other ones I think there was a mistake from maybe Nerhart not sure um, but you know it, it's just one of those things again it's just you know if you cut out those defensive mistakes then um, those goals don't happen really because uh, I don't think um I thought Coventry actually they played really well. Um, I thought they closed us down. Uh, didn't allow us a lot of time on the puck. Um, obviously they've they would have had fresh legs having not played on the Friday. But um, yeah, it was just disappointing to see that the way that we lost those goals. Um, and then again, start started the third period well. Um, Josh Grattan got a goal back, so um, 
four three, so you were thinking, you know, maybe we would go on and, and get something from the game, but um wasn't to be and then Kevin Morris got his second of the night. Um a really disappointing short handed goal. Uh, oh, was it short handed? I didn't realise that. Yeah, short handed. Um I think there was a lot I think it was four on four. Uh and I think um clan player came out of the box just as he was rushing through, so I think it um, Right, okay, right. So I mean it was, was short handed but it wasn't uh I don't think there would have been enough time for whoever it was to get back. I think it might have been Fitzy. Right. Uh no it wasn't Fitzy. It was Brendan Connor, yeah. Aye, sorry. Um yeah, so uh, although it was short handed it wasn't really but it was just disappointing as we kinda just get back to full strength and you know, it was kinda um, similar to a couple of seasons ago where uh, we'd say or the sorry the, the opposition team would come back to full strength and then we would concede a goal but yeah I remember that yeah um, so it was kind of it was similar to that in a way and it was just sort of really disheartening when that goal went in and um, never really recovered from there how long from the end was that goal? Uh, it was about 10 minutes right okay right. from the end so it was about halfway through that period but just um, it was a bit of an uphill battle from then. Yeah. Uh, again, we took another couple of penalties um, sort of later on in that period and it just sort of killed the game. Yeah. Um, Kills the momentum. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in general, obviously, I've not, not seen it, not seen the goals or anything either, but um, a couple of points there would have uh, left us in a, a pretty decent position I think in the league um, as it is we're sitting 7th uh, I think uh, with <coughs> 10 points from 10 games um, albeit most of those were away games uh, but those, that kind of Coventry games that the kind of one that I think uh, if we want to be pushing on really we should should be beating them at home um, so, so disappointing in that aspect but just in general, the the start of the season, um, what do you think? What would you give it out of ten? Uh, I don't know. It's, this season is really, really different. I think you need to sort of look at it from that perspective. It's like compared to other seasons, I don't think you can. I don't think you can really compare them. Uh, I think every team has improved. Um, you know. I, I've felt in previous seasons that like Coventry are one of those teams that you know if we should be probably at a bit level with us in terms of competitiveness, uh, competitiveness, and uh, you know I, I felt like we should probably be beating them, but um, but they played really well after this. Um, they were just constantly on the go. I don't think they don't think they eased off all night, and uh, Danny Stewart's got them. Got them working really well there. Um, it's a difficult one. You could give it five out of ten, since that's exactly the same as our win percentage. <laughs> I think it. No, I think in general it's it's a bit more positive than that. Um, yeah. I was I was looking at the the point scorers though. That that is one thing. Uh, you know, if if you're into kind of that sort of thought process where um, we need a few guys up, up in the top of the the point scorers but we have said that a lot of the stuff's getting shared round a bit more um, our top point scorer actually are Connolly with 12 points from 10 games 7 goals 5 assists um, you'd expect him to be up there but he's 18th in the list uh, but then the, the real surprise is uh, Grattan, who's also on 12 points, has made up from 5 goals and 7 assists. Uh, I think most people, probably including us when we signed him, didn't think uh, he'd be our top point scorer after uh, 10 games. No, definitely not. Um, 
And again, that's just sat judging on what you know that that kind of player that, that we seem to bring in. Um, we just kind of thought um, that Grant was going to be the same. You know, he was kind of obviously past his prime. He's played in the NHL. He's obviously a good player, but you know, is he going to have the same sort of mentality coming to this league? Um, you know, it just kind of shows what what kind of professional that uh, Josh Gratton is. Um, you know, when he's, when he's coming over, he's sort of treating every game as if, you know, it is, it is like a playoff game type of thing. Um, and I'm guessing that's maybe what Pete Russell's uh, been drilling into the guys um, that don't know the league that well. Um, obviously, players that have played here know what it's like and, um, you know, it's, it's more of a, a league um, in terms of, like, sort of football. So it's kind of more like that than than this uh, uh, conference system that they've got in the NHL or whatever, but um, it's definitely pleasing to see. Uh, I think he's he's definitely. I mean, he's he's been up there again. Just uh, one of our one of our better players. Um, so uh, a good all rounder to have. You know, um, can put up the points and he's, he's not uh, afraid to throw his weight about. Kind of thing. He's already doing better than Ryan Petone did. I would say. <laughs> oh definitely yeah and Petone, definitely. Petone was a point scorer so nah really well. pleasing um, and I'm sure he's he's a decent kind of influence in the dressing room as well and obviously has that uh, toughness element so um, just to finish off as well on the, the point scorers Stupka who started really well maybe gone off the boil a wee bit um, he's got 7 points um, and then we're down in the is that so, our next? Yeah. We're, really? We're, yeah. We're down in the 60s now in terms of ranking. Uh, Bierum, 1 plus 6. Scott Pitt, 4 plus 2. And Becca, 1 plus 5. Uh, and they're right. 62, 63 and 67 respectively in terms of, uh, you know, points. Mm. Uh, players, so... Um, yeah, it's maybe spread out a wee bit more, but um, it just it, when you think about the games, it doesn't really reflect that kind of stat. I don't feel like we're short goal scoring really. Um, no. But you would definitely expect the likes of Pitt and Becker to be pushing up further as the season goes on. We'd hope anyway. Um, we know yeah. Pitt sometimes can start slowly, but uh, Becker in particular. Um, maybe that's the monkey off his back now, but yeah, I'm sure he probably enjoyed that goal at the weekend. But hoping for more from those two, um, you might even see them put back together again. I don't know. Now he's got that uh, handsome line going. Might look to mix up the other two, yeah. but um, you maybe don't want to mess with the formula you've got with with Grant and well stuff. So. Uh, yeah, it's a difficult one. Yeah. It's a difficult one. I think on the on the power play though, I think, um, you know, I think I think we've had Pitt Becker, um, Grattan and Conley, and so I, that works really well. And I think that's you know, you're kind of seeing uh, a couple more goals from the power play than, than what we've been used to. Um, and I think even the even the penalty kills so improving as well. So. Um, that aspect I'm kind of pleased with. Um, just you know, it, you know, it, it's good to see that the points are being spread around and uh, stuck because you know he, he's not really been been scoring as much as what he did when he came in, but um, the effort's still there. I think you know, actually seeing him for the first time on on Friday, I actually couldn't believe how quick he was. Yeah, he's really quick. He's so quick, and he's just sat. Uh, he seems to be all over the ice, really. Um, so you can't really say that he's not, you know, he's not putting the effort in, kind of thing. Now that he's got a contract, but um, I think the goals will come from. Um, it's just, yeah, and obviously playing with with Pitt as well. So um, hoping that they'll be able to to click. Um, and Beck, obviously, as you've said, getting the monkey off his back with that goal. Yeah, so hopefully that, that line will kick into gear and um, make us 
kind of formidable um, up front, I would say. Yeah. Well, I'm just. Manuel. No, carry on. No, I was just going to say, like, you know, some of the goals that we've conceded have been a bit soft and uh, from a from a defensive angle. Um, I think a, like a couple of times, I just I seem to remember Fitzy just sat, almost sort of playing the body rather than just trying to deal with the puck. Um, and that I think led to a couple of goals at the weekend. Yeah. Um, a couple of, sort of stray passes. I think we mentioned one of them was from. Uh, Tyson Wilson, I think the other one was from maybe Travis Erhart. Um I think overall though, uh, I've been really impressed with, with Tyson Wilson as well, actually. From a defensive point of view. What are your thoughts on, yeah. on Wilson? Yeah, he's quite um, quite composed. Um quite composed seems quite strong. We've not, not seen much from him kind of offensively, but uh, we've got enough in kind of Earhart and Stanish uh, both scoring um, kind of thing so yeah I have liked the look of Wilson um, he certainly went about his business really really well on Friday I think the whole team was quite solid we didn't didn't really give them many clear cut chances and I think when you don't notice a player uh, certainly defender defenseman then um, he's doing his job well and I think he's He's been largely quite effective. Yeah, definitely. I would agree. Um, I thought again. I thought he played well on on Saturday. It was just that one mistake that cost us. But um, Earhart as well, and an interesting one. I feel like sometimes he's he's his passing can be a bit a bit off. But you know, it's sort of driving forward, and once he gets once he hits that blue line, it's just his his shots are just. Incredible at times. Yeah, you, you can. He's he's obviously a good player. Um, and he, yeah. he scored the the one on Friday was a, a good shot. I think it maybe deflected, but um, mm-hmm. that's a few goals he scored. He scored that that one against Dundee. Yeah, I'm sure he got one in Manchester as well. So he's been a really big asset. I think we miss uh, people like that um, in defence, and it, it means that guys like Wilson can Sully can. Concentrate on keeping the puck out at the other end. Um, Rumpel as well, just well, two other guys, but Rumpel I think looked quite quite good uh, against Nottingham, starting to maybe settle into a game, um, and also it's useful to have guys like Tansky who can play forward and D. Um, when we pick up injuries, although now Gutwald was. Uh, Back from his suspension a few weeks ago, I think Tansky filled in there, but Fitzy obviously was injured. So, um, Gutval's been playing as a forward, hasn't he? Um, and he's been, yeah. he's, he's kept Tansky on on D. Yeah, he was kind of he was playing that sort of fourth line role. Uh, Gutvald. I do feel like you kind of miss him at the back sometimes, but um, I think Tansky's been been really good as well he's that that sort of utility player um, I guess we never really thought that he would be but um, he's he's stepped up well and he's he's not looked out of place really at the back um, <laughs> when I, well a slightly worrying sign for me was uh, when I saw Fitzy and Stanish on the same defensive line because I was thinking where's Where's any pace in that line whatsoever? <laughs> but um, thankfully, I don't think it lasted that long. But uh, yeah, he's he's not afraid to sort of change the lines up, Pete Russell. And uh, you know, if something's not working, then it's it's good to see that we can uh, sort of mix stuff about and get it to work a bit better. Yeah, no, it's, I agree. It's nice to have that um, kind of flexibility, and the players obviously seem to to buy into that team mentality thing so guys are not scoring but um, I think you can see they're obviously still still playing for the jersey which is good um, just projecting forward then to this weekend yep uh, we've, or, well firstly we'll uh, have a look at the, the clan games the most important as ever there only is one um, and it's Saturday against Milton Keynes 
yep. who did get a win in the Challenge Cup yesterday against Coventry. It was an unbelievable performance by uh, Goss, their backup netminder. He was incredible, the highlights I saw. Um, right. But there, I, I expect it will be Colleen who who will, will play. Um, they've been relatively short, or really short, bodies this year. They played with eight eight forwards and 4D last night, I think. Um, so to be getting any results is is respectable. Um, but I think it's got to be a game we take two points from. Yeah, uh, it has to be. It has to be, really. Um, I think Milton Keynes are down what the other team did last, last weekend. Um, so I think they're playing 3-3. Three three. I think they've got Fife on the Friday night. Uh, players on the Saturday and then Dundee on the Sunday or maybe Dundee yeah other, other way around with the, right okay yeah. um, so that's you know Nottingham will tell you how difficult that is so um, hopefully they'll come to us with some tired legs and we'll be fresh and, and ready to go and hopefully uh, get a few goals yep uh, they've, they've also got some, some dangerous players um, and they could have well, they've got a very good goaltending, so you like to think that um, we just won't get frustrated um, and kind of wear them down, especially especially at home. Um, so yeah, I think I think we've got to be getting two points. I, I think it's a good time ish to play them because um, when you when they get bodies back, um, it'll be certainly start to get more tricky. Um, yeah. So. Take advantage of what we can, but I'd expect two points there. Yeah, I agree. Um, hopefully, well, if, if we're doing a, a recording next week, then I'll be able to tell you all about it. Absolutely, you'll be relied on. Um, <laughs> the other games this week, just quickly, uh, we've got one on Wednesday. Sheffield travel to Guildford. Um, Sheffield did finally get that that win under the new new coach at the weekend but never never easy going to Guildford. Uh, that's probably quite a close one to call. Um albeit Guildford hadn't been in the best run of form. Uh, I think they'll maybe just be favourites for that one. Um but mm, Sheffield will be starting to starting to pick up a bit. Yeah agreed it's it's Probably a bit tighter to call than uh, he would have initially thought. Um, home home advantage is, is a big thing though. Um, for me, so I'll take Guildford to win that one, but it'll be close. Yep. Uh, Friday is the first of that Milton Keynes triple header. Um, they are in Dundee, who play a, a kind of rare Friday night game. I think for them. Um, yeah. and for me as long as the game doesn't go to overtime <laughs> I think Dundee will win it I think uh, let's see let's, I'm going to go Milton Keynes right in overtime ok so it's definitely going there it's, it's definitely happening um, well it's not definitely happening but if it does go to overtime Milton Keynes will win it <laughs> well, yeah, we know that. We know that. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll pick surprise, surprise milkings. Okay, one. okay. So they'll be coming to us with confidence. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, there's uh, firstly one Challenge Cup game, uh, Cardiff v Guildford. I don't know what's riding on that, uh, but I know Cardiff will win it. Yeah, the, the steam. Even if they don't, they probably don't need to. But no, I don't think so. No, nah, they'll be through. Um, yeah, the steam train goes uh, marching on. I guess um, Saturday, the other games we've got Manchester Belfast. I'm going to take Belfast. Yeah, I'm also going to take Belfast. Uh, oh, Manchester strong at home, but. They've not been, <coughs> excuse me, great this year. So, Belfast for me, um, 
Then the, the, the huge derby, Sheffield Nottingham. The clash of the underachievers. Yes. Uh, and that that really could go either way. It could. Sheffield have got the home advantage. Uh, but sometimes that spurs on the opposition a wee bit. I don't know. I, I think in general I wasn't that impressed with Nottingham there, given the the players that they've got, if you look at that. Um, yeah. Really, I mean, a huge team with some great kind of pedigree. And then, um, you know, they didn't do well. Okay, they got the two points in, in Dundee, but that <laughs> that one went to overtime, so obviously they were going to get that. Um, yeah. But, I mean, they were hammered in Fife. And, okay, we didn't hammer them, but I'd say we, we dominated them, so... I'm going to put Sheffield as favourites for that. Okay. Um, Maybe not favourites, but I'm picking them to win it. Right, okay. I think I'm going to go Nottingham just because when when they can, like we saw even against Fife when they sat backs against the wall, I guess you could say they were 6-1 down or whatever it was at that point. Um, but when, when they click in the year, you know, they can be they can be formidable. So, uh, and a yeah. big derby game like that as well I think um, Nottingham will rise to the occasion there. yeah I mean they were I said Fife hammered them they, they, there was one point that they were well, they, did, they, they, yeah. did, they did come back um, which uh, is well it's I guess any defeat is really a, it's a defeat but they probably took some positives from it but for me yeah I think Sheffield will, will win that um, and then Fife themselves, who just on Fife, I guess, an uh, incredible start to the league. I think they'd gone either yeah. seven or eight wins in a row there until they unfortunately had to play Cardiff. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. I think at the moment I'd put Fife as, as favourites to beat anyone at home probably other than Cardiff. So when they play Coventry, um, I think they'll win that one. I think that will be a closer game than most people will think. Just have just haven't seen Coventry play on Saturday. Just the way they played. Yeah. Um, I thought they were really really good. Uh, that'll be a, that'll be a tough one. I'm gonna I'll pick five, uh, but I think it'll be close. Okay, um, Sunday, Cardiff. Sorry, just yeah. just on that, just on the Saturday Nottingham thing. Yeah. You want to talk about our coach? Well, okay, our, our yeah. coach's antics. Okay, well, we might as well. Um, Friday, as we've said, he, he was not too chuffed with some of the decisions. Um, and probably, in a way, rightly so. If there's supposed to be goal line technology, it needs mm. to work in all the rinks. Um, but then Saturday, he uh, got a he got a one-match ban for the, the game on Sunday after, I guess you could call it a tirade, was launched, <laughs> launched at the officials. Um, I think he broke a stick on the bench, didn't he, and then threw it, <laughs> threw it on the ice uh, up in Fife, so uh, certainly not a happy bunny. Obviously, all those nice Fife fans uh, sitting behind him as well. Uh, probably would have added fuel to the fire, but um, yeah, uh, I mean we've seen it before. Coaches doing stuff like that. I think Finn, he's done it up there as well. So um, previously, so it's not totally uncommon. Um, but yeah, I think you know just overall, just touching on this uh, goal line stuff. Coventry, uh, I thought should have had a goal, another goal on Saturday night against us, um, but it wasn't it wasn't given. Right. Uh, and then again, I thought I thought Klan had scored as well, um, but it wasn't given. So, you know, just goal line technology, if you've got it there, it should be used. Um, and why it's not getting used is anyone's guess, really. But Yeah, I think um, the comment was that it wasn't working, which is just, I don't see, know, that's just, it's just shite. Yeah, but if it's not working, if it's not working in, in Brayhead, then... If it's not working in Fife as well, then you know how good is it? Yeah, I know. What what are they using to to uh, 
to sort of measure it. I know, know this is it's it's been in now since I think last year, has it not? Um mm. and they they don't seem to have got it right but um, is it just uh, some guy that's sitting in row A with like a really sort of old camcorder thing? Well it'd be better it'd be better than what we've got. Line. By the sounds yeah, of it, even that would be it'd be quicker maybe, to maybe it just ran out of battery or something. Yeah, it'd be quicker to take the tape, the VHS, <laughs> put it in a a player, wheel the telly down to the referee's box and watch the replay. <laughs> At least then you're seeing it. You know, it's kind of fair. So I kind of I get that in a way that he's frustrated about that. Uh, Fife, I'm not sure what the reason was, but just in general, you've got to kind of keep your cool. I think that. That would, uh, you know, work get the players worked up as well. Um, yeah. Seeing that, so uh, it's not ideal. I remember a few years ago, Pasha got a two-game ban for. I'm sure he threw a, a water bottle in the ice. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it wasn't really thrown at him. It was just kind of thrown on. So. Yeah. Uh, stick maybe more dangerous, but yeah, you just got to keep your cool a bit. I think. Yeah. Um. It is difficult at times, I think. Um, we've seen it uh, previously, but it is very frustrating. Or it can be very frustrating, um, especially when it's you know supposed to be there, it's supposed to be working. So it just what's the point of having it at all? Yep, I know, exactly. Um, Sunday then, there's... Let's quickly run through that. There's a Challenge Cup game, Coventry against Cardiff. Um your new favourites, Coventry. <laughs> uh, I, I'm still going to pick Cardiff for that one, but I think it, Coventry are out and Cardiff will be through, so that'll be a that'll be a, a kind of meaningless game. So we maybe see. Uh, I don't know. I was going to say you might see a high score game like the third, fourth playoff game, but uh, backup goalies and stuff kind of meaningless. So I'm going to waive my prediction for that. Right, okay. Well, I've previously stated that um, I'm going to be picking Cardiff for the rest of the season, so um, that that stays. So be consistent, yeah. I'm going to be consistent. Um, we, yeah, <laughs> my, my new boys, Coventry. Yeah. Uh, I haven't previously called them dull two weeks ago. Yes, indeed. Most beige team in the league, but yeah. Loves them now. Uh, <laughs> so fickle. Um, I know. Nottingham... In, in the league now, Nottingham, Belfast, uh, the early kick-off on Sunday. Yeah, tough one. Uh, oh, I really don't know for that one. I'll let you decide first. Belfast. Right, okay. I'll go Belfast as well. Okay. Guildford against Manchester. Guildford. Just I agree. Manchester's away form has been shocking. Uh, I think so. Guildford and then Milton play their third third game in three nights, and it always seems to be against Fife that these teams play. Uh, just when they're down, they go. There's a trip up to Kirkcaldy. Uh, I don't see Milton Keynes winning that. Although I was surprised that they did win in Coventry. So you never know. But Fife for me. Yeah, Fife will win eight two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so specific. Deserves so specific, a reward if it's right. You know, it's it's worked in the past for me, so we'll see. Yeah, they have conceded at least eight in a couple of games, Milton. So, um, yeah. Perhaps expected. Um, one, one thing that we'll just. I think probably kind of round up but one thing I wanted to mention was and has been brought up by a lot of fans was the the new highlights videos uh, what the fuck's that all about yeah I think we'll maybe give this segment of the podcast uh, as long as what the actual highlights are yes now. so um, so just briefly then they're shite yeah why why have we gone from I'm sure we initially had a, a shite kind of two-minute one at one point. Then we went back to a decent 15-minute, kind of 10-15-minute effort where you could actually see yeah. uh, a replay of incidents that happened in the game. And now it's just back to that. I suspect 
it won't last too much longer. No, I don't think so because it's not. You're not providing anything really from the game. So, like, if we're doing this, for example, and neither of us have been have been in the game, all we've got to go on is two minutes of highlights, and the highlights are just the goals. So, literally, know nothing else. I haven't seen anything else from the game. Um, I think highlights should be. Um, probably ten, 10 minutes is fine I think you can get all the goals in you can squeeze in some uh, some other good bits of play and um, anything else that happens during the game um, you know m- maybe the sort of post-match interviews that, that they don't seem to do anymore um, can be made separate rather than sort of attach them to the end I think we used to do that as well but um, just in terms of the actual highlights you know the content that's been put out currently is not good enough yeah I mean at least I've seen recently a couple of post-match things have gone out so that's that's improved a bit you know you hear a bit from Pete Russell certainly and some of the players at home games but when you compare it to some of the other clubs in the league eh, OK Guildford have always had that kind of quality three minute Canadian commentary thing um, but joking aside you look at um, Sheffield's uh, Dundee's is really good um, even Milton Keynes they're, they're producing you know 10-15 minutes of highlights sometimes more uh, loads of replays and stuff and okay sometimes it's overkill but at least you're seeing what happened in the game Um I don't know how that... I've not watched the free sports highlight show recently, but I don't know if... Are we seeing longer highlights of clan games on that? Uh, I don't know. I've, I've only seen I've only seen one of the highlight shows. Um, I'm not sure. I think there might be one this week. Uh, I think there is one this week, so we'll see how that goes. Um Again, I think that's on late on Wednesday, so... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just disappointing, really. Like, so I go from the content that we did have to, to what we've got now, so... Um, yeah, I, I expect the backlash is significant enough that uh, that it's going to change. Um, I don't know the reasons that they've, they've cut it down, but, yeah, it's just... It's, it's kind of amateur and... Uh, it's just sad. Good. The latest in a sort of long list of things that uh, the club are doing or have done, um, sort of without fan, not consent, but just sort of, at least just a bit of an explanation as to what's going on and why it's happening. Um, and I think fans would appreciate it more if um, if they did that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, not good, um, but yeah, I think. I think it's probably going to change uh, very soon. Let's hope so. Actually, just one very quick point before we finish. Yeah. No. Um, I ordered a jersey. Um, when was this? Uh, it's at end of August. I'm still waiting for it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did you not order one before and it came with the wrong name on it? Yeah, I did. Um, so <laughs> It came with, uh, what was the name on it? It was Fraser. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, who the fuck's Fraser? But what I will say is, if there's, if there's anyone that's listened to this, whose jersey that was, uh, did they get a Scott Pitt one? And if so, I want it. Yeah. Actually, no, I don't want it because it'll be a Brayhead clan jersey. It is. Oh, yeah, uh, outdated. Yeah. This one, apparently it's just a, there's a, an issue with Warrior supply, supplying the jerseys. Um, but, you know, that's kind of, well, two months. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a long time. Two months, currently, so and it's nowhere to be seen. It's nowhere in sight. Don't know where it is. Uh, don't even know if it's been made yet. Just, you know... It's not good. This, you know, the second time that I've that I've bought a jersey, and the second time there's been a, uh, a sort of complication with it. So therefore, probably the last. 
Probably. Um, if I if I'm going to buy a jersey again, I'll probably just get it uh, or one of the game nights, or um, you know, if they've got the sort of limited um, supply at the time, I'll yes. just maybe try and get in quick and, and get one then. But yeah. um, nah, so far it's been a it's a bit of shambles that as well. Yeah, that's that's not good. I didn't know that. Um, and the other final final point, and I'm going to cover this in ten seconds, but. It's actually a t- question that you've got 10 seconds to answer. What right. do you think of the new win celebration? <laughs> uh, I thought you would bring this up. Don't, I don't know. I don't really like it. Maybe if there was some music playing over the top of it, it might be a bit better, but um, it just seemed very silent. I, I know, I think the, the players are wanting maybe to get the fans involved, but um, it's not the same as the, as the old one for me. What are your thoughts? Nah, I, I think they should be binning the clan clap. I've just called it the clan clap. <laughs> what else Hashtag can you call it? clan clap. Yeah, no, nah, it's okay. Do you know, I actually wouldn't mind it. See if they did it. Um, You know, they skated over to each side and did a kind of um, wave thing to the crowd. Oh, that's uh, rather, rather than it being so sort of set up, I think that'd be okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, don't know. It's a bit strange, but another yep. thing to change potentially. Honest. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that was a a good good place to end it, but a good yeah. good episode. There's plenty more stuff to to talk about. We just don't have the time, really. Yes. Um, maybe true. in the next couple of weeks, we'll maybe have a a bumper edition. Yeah, that would be the plan. That'd be good. Um, Try and get that sorted soon, but. But yeah, so. Um, thanks for listening for episode 27 um, and we will I was going to say hear from you but you'll hear from us next time uh, <laughs> see you later folks and uh, I'll sign out with a, a virtual clan clap <laughs> thanks not, for turning up I'm not actually, yeah, cheers for turning up there's no clan clap good night <laughs> <laughs>